0: Let us pray, and then we'll get into the Word of God, but we'll use the Word of God even to pray. Uh, I decided that we'll do what the Bible says about praying. Uh, If you you have your Bibles, turn them over to 1 Timothy chapter 2, a very, very, very familiar scripture, and this is Paul. He was talking to Timothy. Uh, Timothy was a young pastor. He was actually telling him how to run, uh, how and what to do in a church service. So if you have your Bibles, look over at First Timothy chapter 2 and it says, "I exhort that for that first of all, and the reason we want seek ye first, the kingdom of God, and this is an attribute of the kingdom. This is one thing that we do in the kingdom is pray for our supplications that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. Hallelujah. Uh, people right now, we need to live a quiet and peaceable life. As we look at the news, as we see what's going on, I mean, every time you look at it, man, it's an uproar going somewhere. Somebody did this. Somebody did that. The president, the vice president, all this stuff. So let us do our portion. And I guarantee you, I guarantee you, that's a phrase I picked up from my friend, uh, George Johnson. He'd always say, I guarantee you. Hallelujah, that this thing will work for you when we are do what the word of God says. There is a scripture that we hadn't used yet when it says, if you are willing and obedient, we eat the good of the land. So this is a part of us being willing and obedient because all of us want to eat the good of the land. All of us want to be partakers in what Jesus said, I've come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. And even things like this is part is a part of that abundant life. So he says, I exhort, therefore, that first of all, supplication, prayer, the intercession, and giving of thanks be made for all men. So, Father God, in the name of Jesus, we give you praise, Father God, for first of all, our president Joseph Biden, hallelujah, and the vice president Kamala Harris. We give you praise for these people, Father God who we voted in, Father God, to be leaders, to be the head leaders of this nation. So, Father God, my prayer is that we pray that that portion of your will that need to be done through this administration, Father God, that it get done in the name of Jesus Christ. So, Father God, we give you praise for it, Father God. We pray that the Republicans, the Democrats, Father God, all come together as one. The Republican Christians, the Democrat Christians, Father God, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life up on this earth while we are here. Because as we see in Scripture, your word says, it is your will that all men be saved. Glory to God. That's how you feel about it. You want all men to be saved, so we give you praise for it, Father God. We want to thank you, Father God, for Israel, even the leadership over in Israel. We even pray for peace in the Middle East, Father God, so that those people can live a quiet and peaceable life, Father God. We even pray that all of Israel be saved in the name of Jesus. So, Father God, we give you praise for another opportunity to open up in prayer using your word as a guideline because i know if we use your word as a guideline the blessings that you say we can have they'll be upon us not upon the folk who won't do it but the ones that do it your blessings because we were obedient those blessings would be upon us and father we believe, we receive them in Jesus' name. And Father God, as we approach your word today, Father God, I want to thank you, Father God, for the precious Holy Spirit, Father God, the unction that you have given unto us, Father God, and through that unction in us, Father God, I have all I need. Glory to Jesus. So thank you, Father God, for your help. And it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Once again, good morning. We are talking about the kingdom of God. And the reason we're talking about the kingdom of God is because it is our supply house. It is where we get everything from. Hallelujah. We, everything that God has for us, it comes right up out of the kingdom and we give God praise for us. So if everything come out of the kingdom, people, we need to know how the kingdom works. You know, once you figure out how it worked, how God, what God expects for us in this kingdom and what we expect out of him, I mean, it makes it so much better when we know what God expects, how everything works, glory to God. And when you know how things work, man, everything fall in place. Let's go back uh, and review some things and pick up. And, and, you know, as I pick up stuff, the Holy Spirit begin to kind of Add stuff to it because uh, when my wife and I started learning the word, uh, that was this pastor named my uh, pastor David Michael. Uh, he took us over into the book of Isaiah and showed us where you're not going to learn this thing overnight. It's, it's here a little, there a little, precept among precept, you know. And when I saw that, I, you know, it, it brought joy because if you take your time, I don't care how old you are, you take your time and you get into God's word, and you meditate on it, hallelujah, when you meditate this word, in fact, let us go to um, Joshua, because uh, we're going to go back over a lot of scripture. because I'm going to be honest with you guys, faith comes by hearing, when we get to the point where we think we know it all, guess what, Satan has entered entered in, and now your blessings are being not what it should be, so turn over to Joshua, because We want to see something Joshua did in the old covenant, okay? Now, remember, this is old covenant, but we have a new covenant with better promises. But if we can pick up what he did, and then I believe uh, that we can stop a lot of uh, praying that we do, that's wrong, asking God stuff that, that, that we shouldn't be asking him. And what I mean by that is when you figure out that, all the promises of God are yes and amen. I mean, every last one of them. You know, we used to be in church and we hear somebody, they get up and they say, well, you know, God told me, no, wait. Uh, God said this and God says that. You know, you have to look at the scriptures and be sure that's what's going on. Hallelujah. So if you can see what the scripture says about something, then you go and you do it the way God said it, instead of how uh, even Aaron not said it. If Aaron not said it the way God said it, Guess what? It's just not going to work properly. So go over to Joshua chapter one. Very, like I said, these are very familiar scriptures that we are going over. And what we are doing, we're going back, and we, uh, as we grow, we'll see how we are to uh, gauge ourselves and grow accordingly. Okay, Joshua chapter one, and it says this now. After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spake unto Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' minister, saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now, therefore, arise. Hallelujah. You know, get up. It's time to move now. There's the uh, phrase for the falcons, arise. So it's time to arise and go over this Jordan, thou and all this people unto the land which I do give even to the children of Israel." And look at verse 3. This is what we picked up years ago. Every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon, that have I given unto you as I said unto Moses. Now, if we were to translate that and move that over into the New Testament for ourselves, since God has given us everything in promise form, every promise that you get in your heart, you know, every promise now, you know, and we ain't talking about just going to the Bible and you read something. Uh, okay, for instance, um, oh, the Bible says by Jesus' stripes I'm healed. No, you're going to have to get this thing to live in you, you know, not up here in this noggin, not up here in this brain, but it has to some kind of way get down into your heart. That promise will be yours. And as we talked last week, when when the word of God get in your heart, the gates of hell shall not prevail. Satan is coming for you, but if that word is in his heart, it's in your heart, it won't work, okay? Remember that, okay? In the Old Testament, he said, every place that the soul of your foot shall tread upon, that have I given unto you. Then he said, as I said to Moses. So God is literally repeating, uh, repeating, excuse me, repeating himself, okay? Now, look at verse five. It says, there shall not any man be able to stand before thee all the days of your life. Uh, Class, Satan, when we get a hope to what's going on here, Satan don't have a chance against you when you know this, but sometimes, a lot of times, we let him leak in. And I'm going to be honest with you, you don't even know when he got there, you know, because we get so uh, involved in what we are doing every day, you know, including myself. That's why I know this so well, because I get so caught up in what I'm doing. You know, you have pushed the word of God to the side somewhat. You don't know you're until something happened. And then boom. Oh, man. Like, why did that happen? How did that happen? OK, now it says um, verse five again. There shall not any man be able to stand before thee all the days of thy life, as I was with Moses, so I will be with thee. I will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. Isn't that big, guys? Listen to what God told Joshua under the old covenant. He said, there shall not any man be able to stand before thee all the days of thy life. And just think, guys. When he was telling Joshua this, Joshua was, I think he was over 80 years old. Hallelujah. <laughs> over 80 years old. Okay. Hear me good. If you are living in God and you got some, uh, some kind of way of thinking you might be able to retire, look at what God did for Joshua. This guy was over 80 years old. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because he had to spend forty years in the wilderness, he had to—I uh, call it—to to, uh, sit it out uh, uh, with the guy, with all the people, all the unbelievers. You know, we have a lot of unbelievers around us too. So sometimes you just got to go through it with them, but you got to man- maintain your faith level. Now, hallelujah! Maintain your faith level, okay? Because you got a lot of unbelievers around you, and yes, they are gonna call you a nut. You know, I mean, that's just—that's just the way the world do it. Uh, Genesis and I got disdained from the family because we decided to be to, uh, to hanging out with the word of God. So stay with the word of God because the Bible says, if you are willing and obedient, buddy, you will eat the good of the land. So, whatever you got, whatever scripture that you are using right now, don't lose it because of what things look like. Because I'm gonna be honest with you, things look bad, you know, it looked like, uh, or, uh, as we as they do in the uh, what. WWF in, in the wrestling when one guy is laying on the mat and then another guy climbs up on that third rope and he comes around there, come off that thing and just dive on you. And and for the and the man try to get the three count. And when he get the three, but he just raise up his uh elbow uh, his uh, uh his shoulder to let you know that I'm not out yet. So Satan will get you down, but but raise up that shoulder and get away. Hallelujah. Run to somebody's house who got faith and and a regroup and come at it again. Glory to God. Thank you, Father. And then verse six says, be strong. Okay, class, be strong. That is a requirement. If you're going to live by faith, be strong because you're going to have so, so many opportunities to just say, this ain't doing it. Hallelujah. This ain't working hallelujah it's, it's gonna be that man sometimes be on the tip of your tongue and when it and when it slip out oh man say it's gonna, oh lord forgive me forgive me that wasn't right father god that, that, that was not right okay be strong and of a good courage for unto this people shall i divide for an inheritance the land which i swear upon uh which i swear unto their fathers to give them and verse seven again says only be thou strong and very many. Okay, now I want to say this. Let me go back because I'm, I'm 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 being very courageous. That thou mayest observe to do according to all the law which Moses my servant commanded. Turn not from it to the right hand or to the left, that thou mayest prosper wheresoever thou goest. Now, this is a. This is a commandment that God was given to Joshua. He told Joshua to be strong, okay? He told him, don't turn from the left, don't turn from the right. Now, we are talking about the kingdom of God, where God is, uh, where God is the governor, okay? This is what we're talking about. We're using Old Testament uh, examples to show you what God wants us to do. In the New Testament, this is our schoolmaster, as the Bible might say. Your schoolmaster, okay? Now, verse 7 again says, only be thou strong and very courageous. Now, uh, do that sound like Christians to you guys? You know, a lot of us, uh, a lot of Christians that run around, they don't know what the will of God is. Uh, I get a chance to talk to a lot of people. And some of them get upset when you try to tell them what does said the Lord, you know, because everybody, you know, they they have their own idea and you have to let them go ahead on. But don't take that as a negative toward you. You continue to grow because that day comes when God put that person in your pathway that needs you. I mean, when that person comes that needs you, uh, uh, all your words start to flow out of you because somebody is receiving this word, Okay. And then um, I want to read verse seven again because th- this is kingdom, uh, uh, this is kingdom stuff. He says, only be thou strong and very courageous that thou mayest observe to do according to all the law, which Moses, my servant, commanded thee, turn not from the right hand or to the left that thou mayest prosper whithersoever thy goest. And then verse eight says, this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, But thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. Uh, Class, everybody is looking for good success, okay? We have instructions here how the kingdom of God operates. When you get in this word and you get this word to be you, okay, when this word becomes you, you know, when this word become Y-O-U, when it becomes, to, when it gets to that part, you can be strong and you can be very courageous when the word is in you to that extent, okay? Now, takes time to get there, and the amount of time it takes to get there is the amount of time that you yourself will put into it, okay? You, you have to do this because I got to look at what God told Joshua in verse 8. I want you to see this again now. This book of the law, uh, we can say this word shall not depart out of your mouth, which means he he need to keep saying it. No matter what happened, keep saying what God said. This is what this is saying. Keep saying what I say. Okay, But thou shalt meditate therein day and night that thou mayest observe. Okay, to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous. <clears throat> Excuse me, then thou shalt have good success. Now I want I want to say something here. When I read this, I read it over and over because um all this word was going against what I had been taught. And what I mean by that is um we were to You know, talk to God and 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 uh, you know you ask God, Lord, what am I to do? You know, Lord, what did you what would you have me to do? You know, and when I got a hold to this, I saw what God was doing. Uh, Every every one of you, all you guys on the stream, uh, your uh, your life is already written in this book, and you are the one responsible uh, for finding it. Um, I myself, I never ever saw myself as a teacher of God's Word. Uh, In fact, uh, my dad was a minister, and I just, I didn't want to go through none of that. I I didn't, uh, (laughs) I just didn't like it. I'm I'm being very honest about it. I I just didn't like it, and uh, I wanted to be a truck driver, you know. Uh, (laughs) I just want all the natural stuff that I saw. That's what I wanted to be. And I'm, uh, I can tell you now, I, yeah, I am a truck driver, drive a pickup truck every day. And then when God introduced me to his word, uh, I flew around in uh, and, and, and I was not learning God's word to be a teacher. I was just learning God's word because it sounded, man. It was, it was some things happening on the inside of me that just, uh, I, just liked, I just, just liked what I heard. Okay, and then one day I was talking to my mom when she was living and she said something and I corrected her. And when I corrected her, it scared me. I'm like, Oh my God, I'm correcting mama. And mama kind of cut her eyes at me. And I don't know what was going on, but you know, whatever she said, it wasn't quite right. According to the scripture, the way I had studied it. So as I start to do more and more of that, and then the word of God was getting into me. Okay. And as the word of God was getting, And to me now, I'm still not seeking God about being anything. I just like what I heard. But the word was kind of getting, the word was getting in me and it began to kind of overwhelm my thinking and everything. And I put it this way, seemed like God slowly got me to the point where I was not trying to be, but he got me there. And as a result, when the word becomes a part of you, it becomes who you are. You sit in church and you listen to a minister speak uh, and you know the word of God and you say, well, he didn't say that right or she didn't say that right. Well, where did that come from? That comes from the word down in your spirit. So God was telling Joshua to meditate in his word day and night and you will see how to have great success. And people are praying every day for great success. Okay. And here is the key. Here is the secret. Hidden right here in the Old Covenant. He said to meditate in my word day and night. Hallelujah. Even, uh, I love to tell this story because, man, it's just, it blessed me how God uses his word. Even when I fell and broke my wrist, uh, I I said, Lord, forgive me. And I said, now I ask you to release your healing powers upon me. Now, I'm going to be honest with you guys. You know, anytime you get sick, really, we want an instant miracle. I mean, you know, put me back. Restore me back to how it was, okay? And then when you go to the Bible, you'll see what uh, what stuff was saying, uh, like the lady with the issue of blood, you know, your faith has made you whole. Hallelujah. Your faith did that. And you think, well, how come God didn't do it? You know, I'm praying to God to do this, but the Bible says, your faith, you know, even Jesus uh, told somebody, he said, oh, yeah, little faith, why you couldn't do this? So, faith is the key to everything, but you have to meditate in the word so this word will become a part of you and produce the faith that you need. Hallelujah. So God ch- showed me where he He, he just kind of showed me. Uh, um, and I went on God to speak to me, and he did. And he spoke to me in scriptural form and told me Romans 1 7, uh, 117, where it says, uh, 116, he says, uh, my power is in my word. So I knew then go back to the word, fill yourself up with it, so every night, every night, every day, I would just have, uh, go to YouTube, find somebody teaching healing, just healing scriptures, man. Uh, you, 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 chase out everything else because I know, I know my healing wasn't dependent upon God. It was dependent upon me meditating and letting, and word not departing out of my mouth. That means say what God said, not going around here trying to, uh, uh, say anything else, but what God said, you know, um, even when people come around to you, uh, come up and say stuff like, man, you too old to do this now, you know, you need to be doing, you need to retire, you know, all that kind of stuff. I had to dismiss it. I had to let it go in a hurry because you don't want those things coming in, messing up what God has told you, you know, your thing might not be that, uh, but you have to know that When you focus in on God, you will have to keep your, eye. you're going to have to uh, 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 keep the word of God before you because uh, the devil sent great people in around you to tell you that you don't need to do this. You're just not going to make it. (laughs) But think about this. Joshua was 80 when God spoke to him. Moses was in his 80s when God spoke to him. So never give up. Uh, uh, Abraham, good gracious a hundred years old, having a baby. Whoever would have thought, okay? But these guys, their focus was on God and not on what people were saying about them. Don't you know the ridicule that Abraham had to suffer, you know? And look at that old man running right here talking about he's going to have a baby, you know? He can't hardly walk. And look at Sarah. Look at that old thing over there. All this stuff was going on, but they endured because they hung in there with the word of God. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, no matter what negativism come your way, Right here, look at verse 8 again. It says, this book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night. You know, sometimes when I go to bed, one of the first things I do when I hit the pill is I say, himself bore my sicknesses and carried my pain. You know, if Jesus carried them, I ain't no care no more. Hallelujah. Come on, guys. This is it. Go to bed with a scripture flowing out of your mouth hallelujah oh whatever it is if you need love find you a love scripture now this is how the kingdom of god worked. we are using god's power you know god has given this unto us and what i want you guys to see is joshua had to meditate in his word and i'm gonna tell you guys i started to hang around joshua started reading the book of joshua because i wanted to see How many times that he prayed, you know, after God had told him this, I wanted to see how many times that he actually prayed about something. I I just couldn't, couldn't hardly find it because this dude had the word of God. This this is how the kingdom operates. We are, we have God in us by his spirit. Okay. So when you get the word of God in you to uh, any extent, you know, and, and when you know, and when you know that you know that you know, Damn, you got something going now, okay? Now, look at Joshua again. Joshua, he told Joshua to meditate in his word day and night. Hallelujah. Meditate in your word, in this word, day and night. No matter what happens, because I said again, and and some of you guys are experiencing something like this. Satan come in, you know, instead of him shooting, um, uh, what you call it, shooting darts, he has come at you with a, a missile, with a radar, uh, with radar on it. I mean, you know, back when we had Desert Storm, uh, the United States had some missiles that when you point that thing at a door, that missile goes in that door. Hallelujah. Satan has figured out a way to get into your house. Hallelujah. Woo. But when you meditate and you hang tough on this word of God, when you stay with it, you get the results of the word of God. Hallelujah. God, of mercy. I'm trying to contain myself, okay? This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. Then he says, for then thou shalt make thy way prosperous. Who going to make Joshua way prosperous? Joshua is. How are you going to do it? <clears throat> Using the word of God. Hallelujah. Man. I got to do it again. (laughs) Again. This book of the law. Now, before I say it again, there's a story in the book of Joshua that I got so impressed with. Joshua and Israel, they were fighting against some uh, 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 enemy. okay, And they needed more sunlight to get the victory done. Hallelujah. Joshua spoke to the sun and the moon and told them to stay where they were until they defeated the enemy. Now think about that, guys. He didn't pray to God and say, God, make the sun stand still, make the moon. He spoke this out of his mouth. And this guy was under the old covenant. He only had five books of the Bible to use. Hallelujah. Which was the law that Moses had given. Now, look at what we got. We got the rest of the book. We have uh, 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 we have something that's based on better promises. This new covenant that God has given unto us, is it's based on better everything. Hallelujah. Mm-mm-mm. You know, I got a 1992 Ford pickup truck out there. Like that old truck. And I got a 2016 truck out there. I love both trucks, but the 2016 got more stuff on it. Hallelujah. Oh, it got more stuff on it. Windows locks, everything. It's got it. Don't have the computer, uh, uh, the the screen and all that. But on the other hand, it's better than the 92. Hallelujah. So I'm sitting to say this. The new covenant that we have is better than the old covenant. But they had great success even under the old covenant. Hallelujah. Mm, 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 mm. Hallelujah. Any questions? Any comments? Let me pause for a second for questions and comments. But before I pause, I want y'all to see this. Joshua, he the one told the sun and the moon to stand still. He didn't pray and say, God, do this for me. We need to win this victory. He had meditated in his word day and night. Hallelujah. Now, what uh, what do that mean for us? You know something? You could have something going wrong in your body. You know, your blood pressure could be out of whack, okay? You're probably taking medication, and that's okay. But also, the ability to speak to your blood pressure is in your mouth, you know, for you to tell your blood pressure what to do, for you to tell your heart what to do. Hallelujah. It's in your mouth. This is kingdom stuff. This is what we're talking about. And look how Joshua did it under the old covenant. Hallelujah. Oh, What's a perfect blood pressure? 120 over 80? Man, you can start calling yourself that and sooner or later, if you don't cave in, your blood pressure will come to what it needs to be. Hallelujah. Well, how is it going to do it? I tell you. I started confessing uh, a few years ago In fact, I heard, uh, I I love to tell this, I said it probably a hundred times, I heard Josh Myers say on TV that she had lost over, what, 2,500 pounds. (laughs) And what that meant was that she was, uh, uh, what, losing weight, picking it up, losing weight, picking it up. And she said, one day, God told her to look at herself in the mirror and call herself what she wanted to, to weigh. And I thought, you know, like how ludicrous. Call you. She said, but well, look at me now. Look, look at me now, you know. Uh and 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 the and for her age, the lady looks good. Now this was about, this happened to be what, six, seven years ago when I picked up on this. But I start saying, you know something, Aaron? You as big as you will ever be. <laughs> you ain't getting no bigger. This is it for you. Hallelujah. And as you start saying this, as you start saying it, and you, and you continue to sit and, and meditate and see yourself uh, uh, at a size where you want to be. Now, when you continue to do this, not only in this, your marriage or whatever it uh, uh, it might be, this is when you find the word of God. Now, this is kingdom stuff, guys. This is, this is how the kingdom works. God is the ruler, you know, and God has put his word out here for us, okay? Now, when you do it this way, and when you go there and you find that that word what you need and you stay with it and you stay with it. And sometimes you gotta get with you gotta get with somebody who knows a little bit more about this than you do, but you stay in there with it, you hang in there with it, you stay in there with it, and success shall be yours. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Okay, okay, one more time. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein. Day and night, that thou mayest observe. So you're going to see yourself doing this to do a car. You know, in seeing yourself doing this, you guys ever gone by a construction site and they're getting ready to pull up, put up a building. Um, maybe they'll get up, uh, they're getting ready to put up some apartments or whatever. Most of the time, they have a rendering of that thing. They have a drawing out there of what these things are going, uh, uh, or what they're going to look like. What you see on that paper is somebody has taken the time to draw this thing out of their mind. They saw it on the inside of them. And then once they build out of this, now it becomes a reality. So this is what we see right here. You hang in there with the word of God. You meditate on whatever you need to meditate on. And then he says again, for then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. These are the very things that I hear Christian folk praying for. It's right here. For then, thou shalt make thy way prosperous. How are you going to do it? You're going to meditate on the kingdom principles by putting God first, okay? Well, what, what does that mean, put God first? You get out the principles of what he told Joshua. He was telling Joshua, before you do anything, you meditate on my word. You, 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 you do this. Then he says, that You will make that way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. And verse 9 again, here go those, those famous words Have not I commanded thee? Be strong and of a good courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with thee, whether soever thy go with. Now, God has said that to Joshua, you know, several times. I'm with you, man. I'm with you. Now, God is not out in front of you. He says, I'm with you, man. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. Hallelujah. I'm with you. Uh Class, God is with you, okay? In saying that, we also have to come to the point where we have to become God inside minded that God is in you right now okay and when you take his word okay when you take his John let's go to John another another very familiar scripture that fits in with this John 15 uh, John 15 7 John 15 7 let's turn over there there's a lot of new stuff that could be said but uh even as I sit there last night writing down stuff, nothing I have written down has come out of my mouth thus far. So I'm just gonna leave this with God. Let him uh, let him direct. Now, okay. now he told Joshua to meditate in his word. Don't let it depart out of your mouth. He said, when you do that, you're gonna have good su- a good success. Okay. Now, when we look over here at John 15. 7, let's go back and start at verse 4, where it says, Abide in me, and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine, no more can you except you abide in me. Now, what is all this abiding business? This abiding business is when you have come to Jesus, and you have said, uh, Jesus, I want you to be the Lord of my life. You know, I believe that God raised you from the dead. And the Bible says, if I do this, I shall be saved. So now you have begun the process, or should I say, you are now abiding in Christ, okay? You are in him. You are in him. Now y'all have become, you know, uh, you become one. Christ is in you and you is in him. Okay. Uh one of the hardest things that can that can mess us up is that um I think my wife and I was talking about this uh kind of sort of yesterday, you know, where um, uh, a friend of mine wife bought a house and you know some of the people kind of talking about him say well that's your wife house I said no I said that's that's their house they married that's that's their house you know that's their house uh I talked about the 92 Ford truck the 2016 truck, which I drive all the time, uh, it's still it's ours. It belonged to Janice and me. So when you, when you came to God, guess what? Everything God has belonged to you. Everything you have belonged to God. Oh boy, chew on that for a second. Everything that you have belonged to Him, and everything you have and everything that He has belonged to you. Ooh, 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 ooh. Think about that class. Think of who you are. This is who you are walking around here. You know, all those folk that are putting you down and looking down on you, you can always say, I got God in me. You know, if you ain't got God in you, you in trouble. Hallelujah. Abide in me, verse four, and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine. No more can you, except you abide in me. That's what that abiding is all about now. You are in Christ, and Christ is in you. Then he says, I am the vine. You are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit, for without me, you can do nothing. Hallelujah. Can you think about that for a second? You know, uh, my, my, my grandbabies love uh, 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 grapes. You know, those grapes are produced Off that vine, okay? And Jesus is telling you how this is happening. That grape can't come no other way unless it come through that vine. So what he's saying is, uh, you can't do nothing without me in the kingdom of God. This is how it works. We can't get nothing without our abiding in Christ, okay? In verse six, he's really explaining this. He says, if a man abided not in me, he is cast forth as a branch. And it's withered, and men gather them and cast them into the fire and they are burned, okay? Mm, 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 mm. In verse seven, where we were headed, he says, if you abide in me, and here he goes now, he says, and my words abide in you, okay? You shall ask what you will and it shall be done unto you. Uh, let me read that again. He says, if a man, Abide in me. If a man abide in, not, I'm, I'm sorry. If a man abide in me and my words abide in you. Now here goes this abiding part. That means living there, you know. That means this, this is in you. This is a part of you, you know, not just going around to somebody to say, Hey, how you doing? Oh, I'm blessed and highly favored. Uh, so you better figure out what that means too. Okay, you need to know what's all going on. In all of this, and in, in everything that's being said, okay, you want this word to abide in you. Um, when the word of now, let me tell you something about the abiding word. When the uh, when the word is abiding in you, when it's actually living in you, you you are not trying to make it happen. You know, you don't try to get healed. You know, because you are to heal, and the devil is trying to make you sick. Okay, according to the word of God, Jesus said, "I've come that you might have life and have it more abundantly." So, and then as another verse says, Jesus has made us rich. So if that's true, and then the Satan is trying to make you poor. Okay. So if the word of God says you are healed and then it's the devil trying to make you sick. And last week we talked about binding and loosing. So you bind him from coming over that. But when the word of God is in you, I mean, you know, it's actually living in you. The word of God. Works itself. You're not trying to make it work. You know. Oh, please, God. Oh, please, 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 let this happen. No, you won't even go through that, and that don't work no way. Because the Word of God is actually living in you. Verse seven again. If you abide in me, and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will, and it shall be done unto you. And some of you guys that are uh, that, that 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 love to look into the Word of God, I want you to look. In, I want you to look up this word. Ask. I want you to look. Get that word, ask. Ask. I want you to look at that because you know, from our natural standpoint, standpoint, it means ask God something. You know, that's what that's what it sounds like right here. But if you look at that word pretty close in the Greek dictionary, you're gonna see something that you're gonna have to make yourself believe. That word actually means demand. it's a demanding thing. You are demanding on what's living on the inside of you. Okay. 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 You are demanding. If that word is living in you, you can put a demand on what's in you. We're gonna discuss this a lot because I'm hitting around kingdom, um, uh, kingdom stuff. Because uh, God is getting us somewhere, and we're going, we're we're going, we are going higher and higher and higher. You know, every round goes higher and higher. All right. So I want you to look at that. If you abide in me, okay, and my words abide in you. You shall ask what you will. It shall be done unto you. And look at verse eight. Herein is my father glorified that you bear much fruit. So shall you be my disciples. Hallelujah. That might be where we going right there. When you bear much fruit, he said, you will be my disciple. What a great thing to be is a disciple of Christ. And, you know, and when you get to that point, uh, when you get to this point, you how can I say it? You really get to the point where you can't talk to everybody because everybody can't understand you. They just can't understand you. Okay. They can't do it. <laughs> okay. And so you find yourself hanging around people that that, uh, that that is of light voice. I've got some of my friends that call me, and I'd be so happy to hear from them because. We talk the same thing. We talk the word of God, you know. It's no ifs, ands, and buts about it. You talk the word of God, okay? I mean, I've talked a lot today. Uh, John even shortened what he had to say. I guess he wanted to give me more time to run my mouth. So what we're going to find out in this is that God wants you to act like him, okay? Uh, I guess that's that's, that's a better way of saying it because you are God' representative up on this earth. Okay, that's who you mm. are. Now, just remember that we're teaching kingdom stuff. Okay, um, and during the month of um, uh, December, uh, we're gonna use the Christmas story, and we're gonna see what uh, what Mary did to uh, to cause Jesus to be born through her. We're gonna take that great Christmas story that you know but we're gonna we are going to go deeper in it because you're gonna see how she did what she did and you will cause great things to even happen uh in your life when you do it that way okay Woo. I tell you I speak blessings over uh, over all you guys um whatever blessing you need uh, from the Lord uh, I have set myself in agreement with you when you pull a scripture out of you if uh, uh whatever you need if you're saying what by Jesus stripes I'm here, I uh, want you to know that this family uh, has already set our faith to be with your faith. If you believe in God for more money, uh, perfect marriage, more love, uh, more of anything, we have already set our faith um, uh, in agreement with yours. We bind Satan over everything that, that, that you have bound him over. We put ourselves in agreement with him. And for all you guys on the screen, we call all your bodies healed. Uh, functioning in the perfection, that God created them to function. Hallelujah. Nothing missing, nothing broken. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name, thank you guys for listening. And I'm believing. I'll uh, see you guys next week. Thanks.